I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Remedy. Well, hello and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Kevin Emling. And you know, I can kind of hear something in your voice now. Yeah. Just a little bit. I know. I've, it's you know it's what? a little bit hoarse. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I've been crying. Mm-hmm. It's real subtle. But I haven't but... been crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's always good. <laughs> like, my eyes are itchy and watery today. Well, we're out of context because you just started with But what the people who are listening <laughs> don't know is I just said, I feel like I'm speak- like I'm having a hard time talking today. Yep. And I said I didn't notice it, but then just now I did. Yeah. I picked up on Got a little, a little bit. bit of a... A little bit of a scratch. Mm. I feel great. You don't look sick. No. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's always it a good thing too. Would have been bad too. if I said, "Yeah, you don't you look, look terrible." <laughs> you know when people tell you you look tired, and you're like, "Shit, I feel awesome today." Yeah, <laughs> I do. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I yeah. slept like a champ. I was, I was so sad. I signed up for Blair's class tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, and she's is she out of town? No, she's not teaching tomorrow. She's not. Uh-uh. Huh? Her normal class. I don't know. Well, I'm really bummed about it. Well, I'm sorry. That's a highlight of my week. Anyway, <laughs> I woke up early, went to yoga, feel like amazing. But you know what? My kids aren't feeling great. So I don't know. Maybe I do have something. I'll, I'll be sure to cough on you people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could definitely be allergies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It could be. There's a lot of the cough. mountain cedar in the air right now. Oh, is that it? That's what I heard. Oh. Where do you hear these things? My mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's having real bad allergies and she said oh, that's what she, she thinks it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe. I don't, I really don't know what I'm allergic to. Do you have allergies? Mm-hmm. What are you allergic to? I used to have a lot. I used to have to get shots when I was a kid, but I really don't oh. have it as an adult. So you grew out of them. Yeah. Mm. Except cats sometimes will still. Yeah. Cats have me. always bothered me. But other than that. Yeah. Do you think that being allergic to cats makes you not like cats? Maybe. Do you like cats? I didn't used to, but I do now, only because at least his uh, parents have a lot of them, and she loves cats, so I've come around on them. Okay. Are I you like a- cats. You do? Uh-huh. Tom had a cat. The When Tom and I first started dating, he had a cat, and I had a cat. Really? Uh-huh. I used to always think they were mean, but <laughs> now, now I, I, think I like they're them. scary. <laughs> they are a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, they can they can let you know what they're yeah, thinking. Yeah, Definitely. Tom's cat was named Littles. Tomcat. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? What is Tomcat from? That's what that's what a uh, Tomcat is like a male cat. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Well, uh, I was like, why did I just say that? I've I was thinking of Tomcat Tom- like a guy who get, gets with a lot of women. You know what I mean? Is that what a Tomcat <laughs> is? Isn't it? I don't. Thanks. What am I thinking of? Or Google is it a term that. for a girl? Okay, yeah, I'm going to pull up Urban Dictionary and I'm going to see what you, it says. I think you'd be talking ho. He's, I think you're right. He's a tomcat. Where did I come up with I that? I feel like a man you might ho. be on to something. Like, he's a little tomcat? I don't know. I think I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, we need to know whether or not we should use that in the in reference, <laughs> In reference to my husband? Yeah. <laughs> he's a little tomcat. He's a little tomcat. I do not like cats. You don't? No, but I grew up being allergic to them. And oh, so I'm, I'm yeah. thinking that that's probably, but I now I see them and I think they're a little, what? Oh, what it says a man who chases after women th- that have either been recently separated or divorced. Huh? Why do they have to be separated or divorced? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's how he got me. Yeah. <laughs> he is a little tomcat. Yeah. He is a little tomcat. <laughs> I'm you sure lucky he's man. Really you. gonna appreciate this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the shit we talk about and the roads we go down, you can't even predict them. No, you can't. There's no prediction and there is no, no pride. There's no rhyme or reason no, or practice. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of helps that it's only the three of us in the studio, and then you look at our numbers and you're like, yeah. oh shit, ten thousand people listen to that. But yeah. it feels like it's just That's the three of us. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's why it's so easy to be so transparent. I was actually thinking yeah. a couple of mornings ago I was thinking about the uh, the one on the love languages and I and I started thinking 
there there are thousands of people who may be saying, "God, Janice is so materialistic." <laughs> I'm sure it's I true. Think, I think people have. I found the honesty refreshing. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I be, but I, you know, all the feedback I hear is really good. So we give people permission. To not be perfect. <laughs> Definitely. I, I got some great feedback about that one. You did? Yes. In fact, I, I was talking to counseling with the girl this morning who was crying about how much that meant to her because she's so, uh, has such a need to control and be perfect. Mm, and bless her heart. Yeah. And it's, it's like paralyzing for her. And she said that that podcast was really good, a game changer for her. Good. Yeah. You know, I hope people hold on to these little nuggets. You know, it's so easy. It's kind of like a mountaintop experience. I know. Listening it. to a podcast, like you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that. Yeah. And then like you feel better and then you, you know, two hours later you kind of go back. Yeah. Definitely. It's hard. It well, is. Well, and you know, that's kind of what this topic is about. Yeah. And I think that that is what happens is we 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 get on something and we're like, okay, I'm going to really – do this so this is really what I'm after and then we just lose we're just distracted and we're busy and all of that and we lose mm-hmm. some of the focus I think the and New Year's resolution effect yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. just in a smaller frame we're just we also live real and all of our a lot of our behavior is just habitual yeah you know, we're just doing mm-hmm. what's habitual mm-hmm. easy sometimes and habitual what's comfortable mm-hmm. yeah yeah comfortable yeah um, okay so we do for the fir- I think this is one of the first times we don't have a sponsor. Oh. So we need sponsors. Yeah. We need you, people. It could be you we're talking about right now. Yeah. <laughs> it is you we're talking about right now. <laughs> Whoever you are, if you enjoy the remedy and you are are really blessed by whatever it is we're doing, then we hope that you will contribute. We make it really easy. You can Venmo at Tova-Cedo. Or you can go to tovacito.com, click on the remedy, and click on make a donation. Great. So any amount helps. It's greatly appreciated. It is greatly appreciated. So Janice, you and I are sponsoring Kevin this episode. (laughs) Okay, Kevin. Thank you, guys. We just gave you a demotion. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. We will each Venmo you $50. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Fifty. No. So we're grateful for all of our listeners and all of our sponsors, and we definitely need them in um, in the coming weeks. So, And, you please, know, please. another thing that is that is always possible, if somebody has a business or if they have mm-hmm. – they, we would do, like, some corporate sponsoring also, you know, that we, that we could uh, – because we do have so many listeners. What was it? Two weeks ago, we had nine thousand eight hundred and ninety something. Ninety something. It we was were really so close, close. <laughs> to ten thousand, and we that's need everybody that, to go listen to that episode one more time. Well, yeah. and, you know, you think about it, and you've got you know, if you get around, let's say seven thousand a week, which I think we do just about mm-hmm. every week, so that's twenty eight thousand listens in a month, and so if there's uh, a product or an idea or if you have a book or something like that you, yeah. that you would like for us to plug then you know we can you send away send away and yeah so so there're all different options that um that if you're interested in that absolutely I think another thing too other people out there who have other shows or know of other podcasts that I think you guys could be great guests on other shows as well for cross promotion Oh yeah and that's reminding me that we've had a couple of people reach out to us, and I just <laughs> we should you should be doing that. That's <laughs> sorry, Kevin. <laughs> no worries. I need an. Assistant. I need to be finding looking out for that kind of stuff too. So yeah, well, we appreciate all of our listeners, and if you're interested in sponsoring and supporting us, we would really, really appreciate it. So, okay, I'm excited about today's topic, Janice. Why don't you introduce us? Okay, to what uh, we're going to chat about today, because you you said this is something that you practice on a this was a new thought process for me and and yet you said this is something you try to practice on a regular basis I do I I learned about this 
probably 20 years ago God, is when she's I st- so much more evolved than us Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm um, like this is a new thought process. She's like I have learned this 20 years ago. Well, I was learning to bong a beer 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was pregnant. I was not thinking about this. <laughs> well, I am. If if you don't know, I'm a a, a wee bit older than these wow. other two. You're youngsters. just way more evolved. <laughs> yes, way more evolved. And uh, so, one of the things that I read, but really, I started reading some about this about 20 years ago, and it's the difference between intention and attention. And part of the, a lot of the Eastern um, psychotherapy positions and ideas, and some of this comes from some Buddhist thoughts and all of this, are, is that whatever we intend in our life, we will experience. And in order to change an intended outcome or an intended desire, we want to pay attention to it. So basically, attention energizes and intention transforms. Deepak Mm. Chopra said that. And that actually, that is, I I just thought about that. That is where I first learned about this was Mm. from uh, Deepak Chopra. He had the seven spiritual laws of success and um, and it, it was amazing to me. It made so much sense. Is that a book? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, it's a it's a it is a. I, I had the CD. Okay. And um, yeah, <laughs> the CD literally. <laughs> I just it realized was, you said CD. <laughs> it was the it was the it was a tape yeah. series. Oh, that it is wasn't, so It wasn't funny. even a CD. It was like a tape series. <laughs> <laughs> That's so and funny. it was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And um, as a matter of fact, uh, my oldest daughter, Bren, uh, was in, she was a freshman in college when I listened to it for mm-hmm. the first time. And so, and she, she said, um, we were walking one day. She said, I didn't, I don't want to go, but she was at going to U, she was at UT and it was Thanksgiving. And she said, I just don't want to go back to school. And I said, why? And she said, I thought, I said, I thought you loved it. And she goes, Oh, I do. I love being in Austin. But she said, I hate my classes. Mm -hmm. And she was majoring in business. And because her dad kind of encouraged her to do that, saying that's where you're going to make some money. And she just didn't like it. And so I talked with her about one of the principles that I learned from Deepak Chopra was that we are all created for a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. And whenever we start seeking that, we'll have all the opportunities and all of the joy in that career. Mm. So one day she and I were at Neiman's and we were walking around and she was feeling the fabric. She was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I love the smell. I love the feel. I love every bit of it. And I said, oh my gosh, that's one of your of your dharmas, what you mm-hmm. could have been created to do. So she, long story short, she changed her major, majored in fashion and then created She had a production company. I mean, she's been very, very, very successful in her career choices, but that was the beginning of that. Mm. And so that was the first time I I really kind of heard about this. And then I've I've read several things about just the intention and the attention. So basically, what uh, what the what the difference is is the intention is ultimately what we want to see happen in our world. So you can have long-term intentions. You can have uh, personal daily intentions. Personal intentions. You can Parenthood have intentions. Daily intentions. Mm-hmm. And these these can be obscure. There's, they don't have to have a specific form, but you know what you ultimately want to do. So... Let's take this, uh, let's take, for me, this second book. So I wrote my book proposal, took me forever to do it. I turned it into the Hay House competition, and I did not win. And so I was, so I just kind of put it up. And then I started thinking, okay, this 
you need to create this as an intention and continue to pursue this. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of fired myself up again, and I'm doing some writing again. And But my intention when it comes to the book is to finish the book and or get it published mm-hmm. by a traditional publishing company if I can if I can do it. So the first step in that is to try to find an agent. Mm-hmm. And and especially a nonfiction book, which is what mine is, it's Prince Charming is Dead or in Rehab. And it's <laughs> dating Always skills dating skills for the real world. And so it's a book about the do's and don'ts of dating. So the intention so when, with a nonfiction book, you don't actually have to have it completed before you before pu- before you can get it published. And so my intention is to work on getting an agent and continuing to pursue this book. So that's my intention. So there's a specific act, outcome that I want to have happen at the end of it when mm-hmm. my intention is complete. Attention, on the other hand is the act or power of behaviors and thinking. So we're doing something that will help push us to that intention. So you can have a lot of intentions, but if you don't pay attention or attend to it Mm -hmm. with some action, positive thinking and positive actions, then the chances of you reaching your intention are going to be diminished. So like for the book, I have, I've sent off um, a, a submission to an agent yesterday and I'm going to continue to write on it and continue to try to finish it. And, and then that is you giving it attention. I was, I'm giving my intention Attention. Attention. Mm -hmm. So most of the time, attention is going to take real mindful thinking in the direction of your dreams, Mm -hmm. followed by action. Mm -hmm. So another example could be, I, um, I, you know, want my relationship with Tom to be as as loving as it has ever been. Mm-hmm. So that can be my intention. Mm-hmm. So then my attention to that would be behaviors and an attitude, pray, mm-hmm. reading, all of these things that are going to help move me in the direction of that mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's basically what it is. The dif- And the, you need both. You need both, you yes. You definitely need both. Well, intention without attention is just an, a pipe dream. Yeah, total pipe dream. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of people have pipe dreams. Yes. You know, I've yeah. had those. I've yes. had, I, I mean, I could, if I'm just real honest with myself, I could say that there's things that I'm doing in my life where I could say, this is my intention. And yet, am I really giving that intention, the attention that it needs to, to, to be fulfilled. Right. And, and so, you know, I, that this is a, such an interesting and I think very worthwhile thought process. I'm sure you see it. I see it a lot in counseling, meeting with people Uh Mm -hmm. that their intention is to have a better marriage, Mm -hmm. to do better in their job to be more successful, mm-hmm. to, they want these things. They want the end result. Right. And, and yet they are not actually giving the, you know, they want to do well in school and yet they're not going to class. Uh, right. You know? And, right. and so, so what are those things, Janice, that you see, and I can, I can share them personally and professionally that keep us paralyzed from living out because I believe that intentions, this is for my own life, the things that I feel that I want to be my intention, I feel like those are kind of God given that like, like you were talking about going shopping in Neiman's and you know, she had this epiphany that Mm -hmm. this was Mm -hmm. business was not the calling on her life Mm -hmm. or wasn't going to be the thing that made her heartbeat. So I think that there are things that make our heart beat and right. that we were created to do. 
And I think those things can easily become our intention. Sure. It's a passion. It's a passion. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a love. It's a, it's a fire. You know, I, I'm sure I've shared on this podcast. I heard a great sermon years ago from Andy Stanley. Um, and he said, time and time again, people would come into his office and say, I just don't know what my life calling is. I just don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm supposed to do with my life. And, and he asked them every time anybody would ever come into his office, what makes your heartbeat? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that thing that makes our heartbeat. And so sometimes I think it's easier and I guess I can only speak for me. It's easier to make an intention. Mm -hmm. It's my intention to do yoga yeah. It's my intention to be a good mom. It's my intention to give my all to this podcast. <clears throat> and yet, are those things, is my attention backing up right. my intention? Yeah, I think that's right. And I think the attention is the substance of it. Yeah, I like this. I want to read this if it's all right. Yeah, um, please. She's, this woman was quoted in this in this. Uh, article and she said intentions aren't fleeting thoughts or wishes but Mm. rather they're like sacred rocket fuel turning your good but half-baked ideas into brilliant fully formed bullet points oh that's really good isn't that so perfect way to say it Mm -hmm. it's rocket fuel Mm -hmm. so it's not just a pipe dream it's not Mm -hmm. just i wish Mm -hmm. this would happen Mm -hmm. but it it it's it has to be formed, and it yeah. fo- it's formed with our actions. You know, yeah. I know that you experience this, Toba, and I I do too. That there are a lot of people who are in relationships that are not satisfactory for them, and they're not yeah. enough for them, or somebody's not kind to them, or somebody is is been unfaithful, or whatever. And yet, that person can the the person who has been affected by some of this might think my intention is to make this marriage good mm-hmm. and but if the other partner is not willing to do that and you want a good marriage then sometimes you get out of something mm-hmm. that you're experiencing mm-hmm. especially if you're experiencing something where someone isn't treating you correctly or somebody yeah. is lying or something like that and yet mm-hmm. you intend for that relationship to get to a different point but if the other person isn't participatory in it mm-hmm. then that intention probably won't happen so then mm-hmm. What people can do after they've made some effort towards a specific intention. Uh, Okay, I'll use this book again. So my intention is to get this book published by a traditional publishing company, and I'm going to need an agent. If anybody knows an agent, email me. (laughs) And so... So then, so then if my, so if this doesn't work after a period of time and sending off a bunch of submissions and all of this, then my intention may change. I may walk away from that and think, okay, my intention is going to be, I want the book published, so I will self-publish it. Mm -hmm. I'll pay to have it published. Mm -hmm. And so that can be my new intention. And then I take then I pay attention or I tend, I attend to the steps that are going to make that happen. Yep. So it, it's a moving target. It can yeah. be if you choose to have it. Yeah. But I think the thing that is there's so many things that, that we can do and we can be pretty much guaranteed that that intention will happen. Like, for example, if I my intention is to have a really great relationship with my grandchildren, mm-hmm. then I know that I can achieve that by the attention that I give them. I can yeah. go to their basketball games. I can go to their, you know, I can have them over for dinner. They can come spend the night. I can buy them presents. Mm-hmm. I can give them money. I can do mm-hmm. all sorts mm-hmm. of things that are really really fun that are in in their world Mm -hmm. to make sure that that intention is attended to. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I like this concept because I think a lot of times we will just walk around just kind of, you know, and not really have any sort of specific intentions. And Mm -hmm. you don't need many. I mean, you can have one. Right. 
You know, right. but it could be a, uh, I think that the, like in, for a marriage, let's say, I think the intention for a good marriage is going to be pretty easily attended to by kindness, mm-hmm. you know, looking your partner in the eyes, not fighting. Mm-hmm. You can disagree, but not mm-hmm. getting, being kind to one another, mm-hmm. all sorts of really specific mm-hmm. behaviors. Resolving conflict quickly, being yep. thoughtful. And there are so <clears throat> many great uh books about ways to have a good relationship or, you know, to be healthy. That There's another intention. Mm-hmm. I want to have a healthy body. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. so, you know, if I'm eating, you know, tons of cheese, that's not going to be good for my body mm-hmm. because it's saturated fat. So mm-hmm. that attention, that attended to is going to have to be there that, you know, so I just think it's a great concept. It is a great concept. And I'm sure that you have experienced all, both you and Kevin, like personally, it's, I find it frustrating for myself when I have an intention, but I don't give it the attention. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, Mm -hmm. and, and I see it. I mean, I see it in with the people that I meet. It's really hard on, marriages when yeah. when both parties appear to have an intention to have a really good marriage and you know they're sitting in counseling saying all the right things and then they leave <laughs> and do the same thing and mm-hmm. and they don't attend to to the intention and so that erodes trust and and it 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 does damage because if you're saying this is my intention and yet, it's not where you're giving your attention. Mm-hmm. Then that I, I think I think that's where trust is eroded. I do too, and I think that it's like chiseling away at a as a, at a slab of stone. Yeah, you know, you chisel and you chisel and you chisel. A relationship, mm-hmm. in particular, mm-hmm. needs to be cared for. Mm-hmm. And if you chisel away at it, at some point in time, it very well may break. Yeah. And so I think it will. I think yeah, it's really hard for I do too for those relationships to 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 resuscitate. Yeah. Um, over time. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just taking you're just taking all the air out. Yeah. I think it's also kind of a self. Um, I, I think it's a shaming thing, and I can only speak for myself. But if I say this is my intention as a mom or as a human or with my exercise or in my relationship. If I say this is my intention or my work and then I don't do those things, mm-hmm. I think shame creeps in for me, you know, me too. And, and, and I start to feel, uh, like a, less than less than yeah. like why can't I get it to get why can't mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. pay attention to my intention and do the thing that I mean and again I loved our podcast last time we gave everybody permission to be perfectly imperfect but I do believe that that where you know that and and you see people I know I see people who where shame gets the best of them and it keeps them it really keeps them on the sidelines and it really affects their ability to live an intentional life, which really affects the quality. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Of, of all of it, their health, their relationships, their joy, their productivity, their potential money earning, you know, all of it. It's, it, it takes a toll. It does. And, you know, one of the things that I suggest to people is when you, Look, we're not perfect. We right. are perfectly imperfect. We are not going to be totally inten- intentional all of the time. So when you find yourself not doing that, if you do catch yourself feeling shame, then put a freeze on the shame. And and so, so shame is about feeling less than. Mm-hmm. Guilt is about, okay, I wasn't true to myself in my behavior. Mm-hmm. So if you can freeze the shame and get back th- and realize the appropriate guilt, sometimes guilt is a great motivator to get back on the horse, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, oh, and I totally- because sometimes we can get so in a in a pit hole of shame that, mm-hmm. that we're pretty disabled, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I yeah. like the idea of intention and attention being married together. They're not, they together, they are limitless. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a great one. But when they're not married together, then one might suffer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if, if I to have two, if my attention to my life goals are too diverse, then something's going to give. Yeah. I'm not probably going to be able to be as intentional as I would like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that's where you can prioritize what is depending upon like your age and, and where you are with your children and your grandchildren or your spouse or, mm-hmm. or whatever will really help you define how you want that to look. One of my intentions at this stage of my life is to have fun. And I know that sounds... I love that. I think that probably sounds really I can't really wait fun. for that to be one of my main intentions. I mean, <laughs> and it is, and it is, and... and it the, might actually all And the be. thing is, <laughs> <laughs> the thing for me is, yes, that's mm. the way I can attend to that intention is I say yes. Oh, I love do that. Do you want to go do this? Yes. Do you want to go out of town? Yes. Do you want to? I love that. And I pretty much do that. You mm. know, I'm like, I... I You're I, a go girl. I told Tom the other day, I said, you better just hold on because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, I am, I am entering in, I'm making a list of everything I want to do and I'm going to do it. I love it. You know? You know, one of my dear girlfriends, um, Jen Jet, years ago when she got divorced, she realized that her marriage had had caused so much shame in her own life that, uh-huh. that it really kept her afraid on the sidelines, living smaller than she ever really wanted to be. And so her goal the year after she got divorced was to be the yes girl. Love it. Because as you know, um, it's so easy when you're getting divorced to go down a shame spiral. And not want to show up by yourself. Oh, or, yes. yes. It's embar- it can be, feel embarrassing. It can feel shameful. It can feel really lonely. Oh, God, I remember. So lonely. Yes. I mean, I remember the first wedding that I went to after my divorce alone. And I didn't know a lot of people at the wedding, but I, I'd counseled the couple. In their pre- and so I went, and it was at DCC. And I remember... It took everything I had to put that damn dress on and go to that wedding by myself. And you know what I did? I did one loop. I did one loop. At the reception? At the reception. Uh I I walked in. I got a cocktail. (laughs) And I I did one. Slammed that down. I did one loop. (laughs) One And I left. And it was all I could do. Mm -hmm. But I was so proud of myself yes. for going. Yes. And um, because sometimes that yes when you want to say no is is I mean that's a great intention for a lot of people in their stages of life whether it's a divorce or yes. empty nester or or you're you're you you know like you have like 10 20 more years of like you know, your legs and your body and your mind working exactly the way it is right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, there's no guarantees. No. And I think that, I think that that's right. If you, you know, you get a divorce and if your intention is to be happy, then you have to pay attention to your yeses oh, because yeah. it, I remember the first Christmas party I went to that uh, after my divorce and I stayed about 30 minutes. I was, that the, was I was just twenty five longer than me. I was just <laughs> I was just so uncomfortable. It's hard, you know. But that's that's how that happens. That's the beginning. You know, I think this is a is a really good thing for parents to talk with their kids about. Mm. You know, is to be able to sit o- over dinner and say we're going to start being more intentional mm-hmm. and what that means is i want to know how you want your life to look for you with the kids going to college it'd be really fun to think mm-hmm. okay what's your intention mm-hmm. in college what mm. where are you going to put your focus mm. and then how can you make that help to make that happen come true by making by your, your decision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had a mom ask me yesterday, you know, oh, the bit, the number one question I get almost Why every day. Where are your kids day. going to yeah. college? <laughs> and you know what I always say? I don't know. Because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And well, well where do they want to go? I don't know. Where Where do you want them to go? I don't care. Like, And <laughs> no. I mean, I, 
and and then I have to say, wait, I care, but I want them. This is their path, right? And I, th- I think that whole co- and you taught me this. I mean, I loved it when you taught me how somebody came into your office and said, "We, ma- well, we made a, a thirteen hundred on our SAT." And you're like, "Who's we? Did you're you like, take it? Like- <laughs> I'm like, did you take it too?" <laughs> That was a pivotal thought process uh-huh. as a mom. Like, because I think I was a little too enmeshed with my kids when they were younger. Yep. And now I've just, I mean, starting around eighth or ninth grade, I just really let go. And yeah. And then if your kids mess up, you're like, hey, not about me. Not about me. Not a reflection <laughs> on me. <laughs> totally. It's it's like more freeing. It is. Than even even taking, trying to take credit for the good. Yeah. I don't I don't have a damn thing to do with Carter's arm. No. Or Georgie's, the fact that he's 225 and 6'2". I don't, you know, it's... Is it, he that tall? Oh, he's a beast. I can't believe he's gotten that tall. I don't think I, yeah, I didn't realize that. kind of helps that they're adopted and I have absolutely nothing to Literally, do with their nothing. genetic <laughs> <laughs> predispositions. <laughs> um, so one thing when you were talking, Janice, that, that came to mind that I thought might be a helpful thought a remedy in all of this is um, the other day I was reading a devotional and maybe it was one of the ones that yeah. both of us read, but yeah. it talked about how every single person who's ever climbed Mount Everest, like, and got to the top, uh-huh. which sounds so crazy and overwhelming and, and something I don't have any intention to do. <laughs> Me no. neither. Yeah. But Never somebody, somebody does, you know, and somebody yeah. did and somebody has and somebody will. And yet they started with a first step. Mm-hmm. Every single person who's ever reached the top of Mount Everest started with one step, the first step. Was it, was it talking about the girl here in Dallas that, that climbed that Mount Everest? Mm-mm. Okay. No, it was. I think it was in my five minute journal. Oh, cool. It was like a little thought. Like every every peak, you know, that's ever of Everest that's ever been climbed or made. I'm butchering the thought, but you get the point. They had to start with the first step. Yeah. And and I think that that's a really good thought process for this uh-huh. because I do too. our intention. Could, can feel really overwhelming at times. You know, we have big intentions for our 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 business, our the remedy. We have big intentions for um, our children, our grandchildren, our yeah. relationship with them. You have nine grandchildren. Yeah. To I mean, if you think about how, like, your intention is to be the most amazing grandparent to those grandchildren, nine. <laughs> Like that, that could feel really, but you know what? All you have to do is call Owen today. That's right. Or like, it's just, it's just doing it one little step at a time. Yeah. And, and so if it, in my opinion, if you look at the attention that you're giving to your intention as one itsy bitsy little step, as long as you're making moves in a direction, that's accomplishment. Yes, you know? I totally agree. And I'm glad that you said that because it's just moving in the general direction mm-hmm. of what you want mm-hmm. to achieve or you want to have envisioned at the end of that journey. Yeah. And no, I think that's important because sometimes our intentions are big mm-hmm. and they can be very overwhelming. I mean, Kevin, if you want to be the the greatest radio producer in existence what you're doing right now is part of that journey. But if you But try- I feel like my intention attention ratio is way off lately. Well, so what can you do to make it different? I don't know. That's what I'm hoping you guys will tell me. <laughs> What's your first step? The, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's I think for maybe that that that's I think I've come up with a lot of really good first steps lately. And then either I don't take them or I don't follow through with it, you know? Well, here at the in this article, the, the, the here are the questions for reflection, and we are can, these the nine things that you're uh-huh. talking about. Okay, how much time? I don't know what what time. We're forty minutes, so we got time. Okay, cool. Okay, I now, don't feel rushed, but I I want to be sensitive to your your internal clock is probably pretty on point. Okay, it's probably about what you thought, right? Forty <laughs> minutes. I would have said we're yeah. yeah. I would have said. Probably 45. You guys are pretty okay. good at that. So. Well, let me know. <laughs> Just tell me to shut up. No, no, no. I want to go over these. Okay, so the first these. one is, and this is kind of applicable to what you just said, Kevin. What skills might I have to realize my intention that I'm not employing? Ooh. So, so 
so what about you that you're not employing the skill that you need to reach that intention? Calling people back? I don't know. Um, one would be I have to get um, a lot better with social media in terms of promoting the shows and the company and you know because what's good for a show is good for the company and vice versa right um, so I've been doing that like I made because uh, I don't know if you guys noticed but I'm never on like Instagram I just don't ever I don't ever, which is bad you know especially in my business I need to be doing a lot more so I've been trying to put out posts more lately. In fact, the last one I did was of you guys. I don't even know mm-hmm. if you noticed. But I'm like, I want to be doing that like three or four times a week. I, didn't, I don't even follow you. I oh, need really? to do that. Yeah. No. You did. He posted pictures of us here in the yeah. new studio. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. That's cool. Candid pics. Well, but I need to be doing a lot more of it because it's a good thing. Um, and yeah. I can do it. But it's like I intend to be doing that four, five, if not more times a week. And so far, I've done it once in the last week, you know? Well, you know, you know, so one of the things that 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 you could do is I don't think people know KEPX. That's true, too. You know, and we, we, don't, we don't talk about that. I yeah. mean, that would be a fun thing for you to do a little blurb at the beginning of each of our podcasts, kind of promoting yourself and how people can reach you. Let's That's say- a great point because most of my other shows do video as well. It's like a big part of it. And I always have like my little logo in the bottom of the screen yeah. and a little intro that says KMPX Presents and then my name is at the end of the credits. But for us, I don't really have it on there anymore. Or, yeah. And or you could have it at the end of the show. This yeah, show definitely. is produced by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Your voice, your promotion. How they you reach absolutely you? Absolutely, be doing that because there are people who you know who may have a have be writing yeah. a book and they want to record it, you know, or something like that. And they so don't even know you do that. Yeah, and, and you guys already without me even asking, give me a lot of good free promotions. <laughs> you're always talking me up, so <laughs> well, yeah, but I should I be putting how to get a hold of me at the end of this stuff. You know, you really should. I mean, literally, you should do that for yourself because it would. Heck yeah, because there's so many people that listen and. Um, and I think it. I think it. That's something that you ought to utilize. I mean, it would. I mean, Heck it's yeah. great. We're, What's we're good? cheerleaders. I'm going to be yeah. intentional. Yeah. And so, give that attention. And I know if I don't, you guys will hold me accountable, which is good because uh-huh. I like accountability. I'm just not good at doing it, at holding myself accountable. So can I can I give you some feedback about that? Yes. Okay. Please do. And because I don't think you're the only person. No. Who struggles with this, including myself. But one thing that's made a big difference in my life about intention and attention, giving attention to my intention, is uh, is a something that I learned through the Stegen program, and it's time blocking. And so one of the things that they encourage you to do is look at your week and be very intentional about, okay, on Mondays I do this, this, that. On Tuesdays, so I'll just give you a quick, overview of my week and this is how I've time blocked Monday mornings I kind of get my I make time for Tova getting my house back together from the weekend you know starting some laundry cleaning up like there my house is a shit show over the weekend so if you saw it you would get it and then I usually counsel one or two people and then I come here Monday afternoons are dedicated to the podcast and then grocery shopping uh-huh, uh-huh. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I counsel my ass off. So I start as soon as early and I go as late as possible. There's two nights that I'll work late because there are people who want to come after work. And so I'll counsel late on Tuesdays and Thursdays only. And when- you do that at home? Yep. Okay. And Wednesday nights, I usually don't have my kids. And so that'll be a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday nights, I never have my kids, so I usually cook. Mm-hmm. And Fridays, I Thursdays, I only do half day. I do my Bible study. And then I usually try to have lunch with a girlfriend after Bible study or somebody in my Bible study. And Fridays, I counsel maybe one person in the morning. And then I spend the whole day doing Tova stuff. I get my eyelashes done. I get, I, you know, I mm-hmm. go to the laundry. No, you're so far ahead of me. This is overwhelming. You know what? My, <laughs> I have one recurring time block. Us? That's it. <laughs> but and everything but else is I'm when people want to come, it's all, you know. It, but it's you the can only say, recurring I, I record, you know, th- these are the days I record. These are the days that I work on promotion. These are the two hours. And let me tell you what that time block does for my head. It's like it's already set aside. 
and and I know it's kind of like going to yoga. I know that it's going to be a pain in the ass to get my clothes on and get out the door, but I know how much better I'm going to feel when yeah. that hour's over. And so even if it's like two hours a week on Wednesdays, I'm making this up, you're, that's when you do promotion and you force yourself to come in here and do promotion from 12 to 2. Anyway, however you want to do time blocking, but that concept has been very helpful. That's a good remedy in my own life. For like Definitely. holding myself accountable and giving attention to my intention. And well, once you have it scheduled, it's so much easier to implement it when you mm-hmm. see it on your calendar and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, like, I don't schedule anything for one o'clock on Monday because it's on my calendar yeah. from here till eternity, yeah. you know, because this is what we do. Um, this Mondays is what one. we do Monday, Monday at and once. You and you counsel Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday too. You don't counsel on Friday and you really only do half day Thursday. Day I'm one, not, right? do, I'm, well, I'm doing like, I did two today mm-hmm. and then I don't know. I think I've got 11 this week. I've cut way back. I yeah, mean, I used to have. do like 25. Yeah. I'm so happy about it. <laughs> but, you know, another thing, Kev, that you, I think, I think you could very easily put something on TikTok. I think that, I think you would benefit from that. Really? Yeah, I do. Because I think that you, there are people on there who, so many TikTok things that people who want to be seen, they want to maybe do a, a podcast or they might want to have some sort of a, some sort of something that you could do. And I think you could just do a little blurb to that. I mean, I don't know how I've got a girl that posts my TikTok about the book and, um, I haven't done it in a while, but, uh, but she keeps, so I'm going back through the ones that I've done before she's doing it and she just posted and she posted on Instagram too. But you you do the Instagram, but you could do the TikTok. Yeah. I mean, yours you would know the lot. You know what to me. do. You just you mm-hmm. just have and, and I can struggle with the same thing. Like being real, and I ever since I've done time blocking, Kev, things have changed about like how well I'm keeping my intention because I'm giving more attention to the things that. Mm-hmm. that I are my intention. And, you know, before I was kind of throwing spaghetti on a wall, oh, maybe yeah. do this and maybe do that. But I, I don't know. It's just, it's made me way more productive and it's way made me more successful. And I think on some level, everyone craves structure, some some form. Yeah. But Janice, you were totally right with um, how I was saying, especially with the shame thing, or if you get too much into a hole where it can be disabling. It, it can, can I mean, it can get yes. to the point I've had where I have so much to do and get so down on myself that I haven't done it that you can't get yourself up out of bed. You yeah, know? yeah. And it, it's a weird thing, a weird place to be. But but Kevin, you my to-do list is long as shit. Are and I'm like, so not alone. I mean, oh, you are no. so, so many people live in that paralysis. And I never had, this is a new thing for me. This is just recently I, I've, I've come across this and it's, it's a weird experience. Mm-hmm. It's a hard experience. A lot of people live in that space. And, you know, I think that I think something... I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, me too. Well, sure. There's things I don't want to face, you know what I mean? I just don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. The and pile on at once, like, with my, I got to always have tax stuff I have to get caught up on. This insurance stuff with my car that's been going on. Um, I mean, there's so many different things that, that pile up mm-hmm. that I've been dealt with forever. I know how to do it, but it's just, after a while, you feel so in over your head. It's overwhelming. It's like... Well, that's the advantage of doing like the the time block and maybe blocking out an hour. Your intention is to get these little tasks done. And so you block out an hour twice a week for just that. And then you you mentioned phone calls earlier today or something like that with work. That's something I need to block out of time to do. I have like four or five at least people I need to call back right now. That that I haven't done in the last few days that I had time for. Yeah. You know, I don't have an excuse for not doing that. Yeah. And you know uh, that that thought, Kev. Just one, take one step. Yeah, just take one itsy bitsy step today, and then take another one tomorrow. Like you don't have to call all five back today, right? But calling back one, I kind of do. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It gives you the confidence. Yeah, Those are little absolutely. wins, and I think it's all about the little wins that kind of like, ooh, like 
this is dumb, but it's kind of the same. I, for some reason, I stopped going it, to yoga. It does feel good, though. Like, I need to get that enthusiasm yeah. back. Once yeah. you get rolling, it, it, it... Yeah. I stopped going to yoga, and then I had, like, anxiety about going back to yoga because it had been so long since I'd been... And I was afraid that I was going to walk in and people would be like, where have you uh-huh. been? And I, don't, I didn't want any of that. You don't want like, anyone acknowledging it? Yeah. The fact that you haven't been... Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, uh, Craig had had surgery, and we were just walking a lot. And I just... But then it got in my head. I'm like, what if I can't do yoga? I've you can always do a downward for dog. 17 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to lose my ability to do yoga in four months. Yeah. But it kept me paralyzed. And it was so dumb. And then it was the new year. And I was like, and I went to Blair's class because I knew that was safe. Yeah. Because she's safe. She would never shame me. No. You know? And I, so I, I just did it. It, I is, just, it is dumb, I just though. took I mean, a stupid I, I've bite out of the I've on a smaller elephant. level before, but once you do it, you look back and you're like, why was I not yes, doing this? This yes. is so, yeah, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It's completely yeah. illogical. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. it makes sense, and I'm so glad you shared it because it... I'm sure so many people that are listening so are many benefiting from God. I'm, yeah. I felt so alone in that. Yeah. And they're not alone. Yeah. You don't really want to share that with anyone. Mm-hmm. No, you know? that's what, that's what shame does. It keeps it private mm-hmm. because if you, sh- if you tell somebody, then you're exposed. It can be perceived as mental weakness, uh, laziness. There's all these things you think that yeah. it's going to project onto you that, that you don't want to have to deal with. And people really don't spend that much time thinking about us. No. that's I'm sure that's true, <laughs> too. <Speak> for yourself. <laughs> I hate to break it. <laughs> people are not probably... I mean, you know, but honestly no. and truly, all it takes is a little step. People are so... You're, People you know, are not paying attention. No, nobody gave a rat's butt that I didn't go to yoga for four months. Nobody said shit, and I was paralyzed. That's so dumb. And, and I'm thinking about last week. I was talking to you guys about this before the show. Like my week was slow last week because I had everything booked for Wednesday and Thursday, and then everybody canceled because of the weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like I'm so mad. I'm like I get so depressed because I'm like I love to be busy. I love having so much stuff going on. Like I love the chaos. But then during that time when it was slow, there's so much other shit I could have got done in uh-huh. that time. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. You're I don't paralyzed. Yeah, it's irrational. Well, it. It's irrational, and yet it's a struggle that a lot of people have. Well, and that's the thing. You know, I think that what I encourage people to do is spend a little bit of time and write down three or four of your intentions. If you say, okay, for the next 10 years or the next two years or the next year, these are some things that I would like to see happen in my world. I would like to have three more podcasts going or or whatever it is you want or Elise is going to want to have a baby. I would like to have another at least one or two more <laughs> studios and yeah. at least one or two employees. Yeah, it would be great. So that so then so write it down. There's something really important That's about true. writing it down. And then Yeah, people always say that. And then you can sure. take handwriting. Yes, mm-hmm. is that an important part of it? Uh-huh, okay. It actually mm-hmm. is, and then and then you say, okay, this is my these are my intentions. You could even do columns, you know, if you let's say you have three intentions that you're going to focus on. So then you can come up with like three or four attentive behaviors, action that you can do in the general direction of achieving that intention, you know, and then that that then you just continue to do that, you know, because once we start taking action, mm-hmm. I believe, then the universe takes us seriously. So and then the cards tend it's to so true. fall in place. Yep. And The universe you know, has your back. Yeah. God has our back. Absolutely. And I just think that that, but we don't, a lot of times we don't even know what our intentions are. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that's, I think that that would be really fun for you to do. And then we can follow up with you with that and see how you feel about All right. it. I'm just going to start with a couple of small things just Dude. for them between now and next week, maybe. Yeah, I think that would be great. A couple things in intentions. <clears throat> yeah. Put it, having a baby, then you'll be at least getting laid. Baby. I've been working on that for like a year. <laughs> And baby Tova Jan. <laughs> yeah. That's a cute name. We were just talking about the one syllable uh, middle yeah. names. Yeah, Tova Jan. Janov. T- <laughs> Genova. 
We can work this well, out. Well, that's not bad. Genova. <laughs> Tova Jan. That's, it's over. That's it's cute. over. Come on over, Genova. <laughs> Tobies. No. I don't know. You might have to do something about the last name. We got to make it work with the last name. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Genova Ebling. Maybe I change my last name to Cito and then you know make it easy there. Yeah. Well, all Elise, Genova me, Ebling. Tova, will all just all be Cito, and then it's easier to to come up with first and last names. Yeah. If you named your baby girl Genova Ebling, they would be very confused about what their parents look like. Very. <laughs> Like, what is that? (laughs) Oh, I think it's cute. (laughs) If you've had a lot to drink. uh, That's true. We also were talking about Tova's the only one who's got an easy last name. I know. Because yours, everyone thinks is gone. Mine, people don't know how to, they always want to put an R in mine for some reason. Are you kidding? My name, Saito. People always say Saito. See, I would never read it as Saito. Really? Yeah. Oh, every sideline that my kids have ever, and now up to bat. Carter Sido. <laughs> I'm like Sido. How you mess up Sido? Yeah, but uh, I guess I guess. Okay, you got to take us to number two. Oh okay. God, yeah, we only well, have like five minutes left. Yeah, okay, and then we'll do the rest of them next week. You want to do that? Okay, yeah, that okay. sounds great. Okay, here the second one. So is, we don't have to rush them. No, yeah. Okay, cool. What actions are not in alignment with my intention? So, in other words, are you doing something to sabotage that intention? <laughs> <laughs> All right. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. But you know what? The fact that it's number two on there is speaks to the commonality. The commonality. (laughs) Yes. The commonality of it. Yes. That's a good word. I mean, you, I just said you're not the only one, you know, and whether it's yoga or work or like there's, I'm sure there's pockets, probably not Janice because she's so evolved, but. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's pockets of that that exists, I think, in all of us. Well, and some of our intentions are going to be more important to us. Mm-hmm. So some of them will be more heavily weighted. So we, it might be easier for you to kind of do some in that direction. That's, that's so true. And that's a really important point to make because... We can't have an intention about every single thing no, in our can't. lives. No, we can't. And I don't think you want to because no. then it's too broad. Yeah. And you'll lose your perspective. And I don't know. W- wasn't uh, was it Mike McGuire who was on? He was pretty close to almost being intentional about everything. He's perfect. <laughs> he that was one of our count. first shows, I think. He's like a superhuman. He's, <laughs> I mean, I was, yeah. He and Natalie, they just don't. That's the most intention Don't, I've ever heard of anybody being able to manage. And they live their lives with such intention. They do. And, and they taught their children to do the same. And we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. You know, you want your intention. You want to have really good friends. Okay, that's an intention. Yep. Spend some time with them. Yep. You, you know? want to be I a mean, really good mom? None of it what does has, that look like for you? Yeah, none of it has to be elaborate or long. Some you are want to be healthier? Be, what does that look like? Yeah. Hmm. What does that look like? Your, you want to be more productive? What does that look like? And I, just like we talked about, taking a small bite of the elephant yeah. is really important. Yeah. Because yeah. if you think you have to eat the whole elephant, you're just going to walk in the other oh, room. Oh, it's way too daunting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. So read that second one again, because that was the way yeah. they worded it was so good. What actions are not in alignment with my intention? So if you want your marriage to be good Mm -hmm. and you wake up in the morning and you are grumpy and fussy, Mm -hmm. then that's action that you're taking that is not going to get you that intention. Like I was saying, I want more structure, but working uh, till three and sleeping till noon is not good structure. You know what I mean? (laughs) Those are actions that are not helping me become more structured. I mean, technically it could work, but I just don't view (laughs) that as a very... Healthy structure. You need to, well, I'm not going to say what you need to do. My suggestion is, is that you block sleep <laughs> on your calendar. Yeah. I go to bed at 9.15. And See, I, she's perfect. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not. But I wake up and I wake up about 6.30. I, I mean, I'm never going to do that, but I could get a lot better. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And you know what? If you're most productive at 1 o'clock... From one to three o'clock in the morning, I'm not even like judging that. I think it's just, I, I don't think there is 
like the intentions on my life and for my life may look completely different than the ones on yours and in yours. But I, and I don't think there should be any judgment about no, where I can say the times in my life I felt most productive or when I had a more normal work sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That seems to work for me as well. I would think it would be if you if you stay up that late. And I, I don't do that all the time. I mean, that's just yeah. Well, because your sleep is so important for you to get the rest of your intentions. You know, I think self care yeah. uh-huh, is important in yeah, that for sure. But there's an intention. So yep. I take care of myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so, we'll tackle the other yeah, seven we'll go to the rest. next yeah. week. This is really good. I like Thank it you. too. Really, yeah, really. You're welcome. Uh, sorry, a, I turned this into a case study of me. If I think. No, it's good. We <laughs> yeah, talked. here listen, for you, babe. I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's why you're so important to this show, Kev, because you say this, you say stuff that other people are experiencing or thinking or find challenging, and then you have the guts to say it. It's kind of like that Marianne Williamson quote that says, when you when you let your light shine, you give other people permission to do the same. And I feel like one of the ways that your light shines in this podcast is your ability to be so freaking honest and vulnerable. I wish I could do it off this microphone because I don't ever, you know, that's just my safe place. Well, come here and turn on your mic more. (laughs) That'd be fun. That would be. I need everybody to grab a headphone and a microphone and sit down. I've got a few things to say. Well, I love this week. We'll we'll finish it it up next. And we hope all of you, Just take it one itsy-bitsy little step at a time. That's right. Thanks for listening. And thank you for sponsoring you, who we talked to at the beginning of the show. Yes, you're the best. You're the best. (laughs) We're going to talk about you you all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week.